Hello, everyone. Happy Sunday. I pray that everybody is doing well. Um, Welcome to Thirsty for Christ podcast with me, Makisha, where we are hungering and thirsting after our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I'm very excited today because I will be announcing um, some things that I want to do for the next episode. Um, The next episode will be my anniversary episode. This will be um, the podcast one year anniversary on February 24th. Yay. Um, So I wanted to do something special in in honor of that. And um, what I'm going to do is if you haven't already, if it is something that you want me to talk about on the podcast, um, and it can be anything, honestly, Y'all know how I'm, I keep it real on a podcast, so um, if you feel like, nah, she might not talk about that because it's not godly. No, we I talk about everything if you don't know that by now. Um, so if you have any anything that you ever wondered about um, and never just really understood, never really had clarity on a situation and you just want to know more about it, Feel free to write me, call me, text me. Just let me know. You could uh, respond to the question and answer. You you can put it on there if you want me to to touch or talk about a certain subject. Um, Or if it's something that you would like for me to bring awareness to. Um, So just let me know and I'm going to make that the topic for my anniversary episode so let me know i'm going to start working on it this week so if you can get it to me by today or tomorrow um so that i can have it ready by the 24th um so that's that also i will be doing um a like a prize giveaway and it's a surprise. I'm not going to tell you guys what the prize is. Well, at least I'm not going to tell you on this episode. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be um, giving away some things to a couple of people. Um, and I'm just just want to have fun. Maybe a little trivia game. Um, it'll be like the first come first serve. So whoever can get back to me with the answers to the trivia, you know, those First couple of people, those will be the people who get it, um, who who get the prize. So the next episode, make sure you're on it as soon as I release it. You know, listen to it. Don't don't wait. You know, don't be like I'm gonna wait till I get off work. I'm no listen to it as soon as I release it. That way, it can increase your chances of winning the prize. Um, so that's that. This is Manifest Part 2, and it it will be a Part 3 because um, it's still so much I want to talk about with this the subject of Manifest and how it's being used today. Um, and then I'm just, just talking about um, the episode for next week, so I just don't want it to be all jam-packed in one episode so there will be a part three to manifest that way I don't just jam-pack everything in in this one episode 
So, okay. So to begin, well, let me go ahead and say a prayer. Father God, I thank you so much for allowing me to be here. I thank you for your wisdom, your knowledge, God. I just, I thank you for your confirmation, Lord. I, I thank you for everything, Lord. I thank you for the person who is listening to this, oh God. I thank you that you've allowed them to be here to listen to this message, oh God. Lord, I ask that you would bless each and every listener, God. I pray that their hearts and minds be open and receptive to whatever it is that you have to say on today. Lord, I pray that they are able to learn something from this, oh God, that that this word will fall on good soil, oh God, and they're able to just take this word and apply it in their everyday life. God, I love you. Please forgive me for all of my sins, thought, word, and deed, oh God. Please forgive me and help me to do better. God, I love you so much. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, amen, amen. And Lord, I pray, I'm sorry, (laughs) I pray that you will increase your spirit in me, that my flesh may decrease, Lord. And I pray that they won't even hear from Makisha, but they will hear directly from you. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. All right. So we left off talking about asking um, how it's important for us to ask God for things. Um. And we, we talked about just to kind of give a, a recap, we went over the definition of manifest um, and how the word manifest itself is not a bad word. But it's just depending on um, how you use it. And we talked about some of the differences between a Christian um, and how we pray for things versus a spiritualist. Um, and how they, you know, manifest things. So I'm going to just continue in that same vein. Um, just going to pick out, continue to just pick out the, the differences between the two. Um, and I'm also going to talk about, you know, why God doesn't want us to participate in um divine things and you know witchcraft and things of that nature that'll probably be in part three because it's just so much so but I I am just gonna touch on a a few more things and talk about a few other things so um let me give first let me give the definition of manifest um if it wasn't clear In part one, I do want to give the actual Webster definition of manifest. Now, it was a lot of um, of, a lot of different definitions for manifest. But this is the one I chose because it closely related to the subject. It fits. Um, So the one I found for the definition of manifest, it says to make evident or certain by showing or displaying. Um, So again, that is to make evident or certain by showing or displaying. So I did want to make that clear and give you all the actual Webster um, definition of manifest. Now, I want to talk about how sometimes we don't get the things that we pray for. 
And I want to talk about, you know, the why to that. You know, why don't we get things that we pray for, whether it's because it's just not in God's will for us to have it at all, or it's just not in God's timing. It's just not the right time. It's not our season yet to have, you know, what we want. And one of the reasons why God delay our blessings or we just don't get them is because of James four and three. And what that scripture says, it says you have not because you ask not when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So a lot of times God does not give us what we want because we're just we're not asking with the right heart. It's not coming from a a good place, he says, because you act with wrong motives. Sometimes our motives could be, you know, we want it because. We want to just flex on the people who did us wrong in the past or we want it because we just want to look good and we just want to put it all on social media and show people what we got and show them all of our money and our different cards and our homes. You know, we just want to just flex for whatever reason, whether, you know, you you want people to just think highly of you, you want people to respect you because in the society we live in, if if you consider somebody who got money, no matter how your morals are or character, any of that, if you got a lot of money, you just automatically respect it. Um, and that's not good, but that's just the, the world we live in. So, yes, it's just, you know, oh, such and such got money. I want to be like them when I, when I grow up because they get money. And, you know, so... We and we ask God for these things. We want these things for the wrong reasons, for the, the wrong motives. And a lot of times also we we don't want things to be a blessing to other people. We don't want it to to advance the kingdom of God. He says in this scripture, it says that you may spend what you get on your pleasures you just want it because you want to satisfy your own flesh. You want it to um, gratify your own flesh. It's not benefiting nobody else but you and probably, you know, your children or the people that's close to you. But, you know, it's, it's really not for nobody else. And God does not. He he doesn't want that. I mean, the very thing to Christian Christianity is all. The one thing that it's all about is loving on our brothers and our sisters and serving our brothers and our sisters and not even just our brothers and sisters. We are called to even love the the, the wicked. We we have to because remember the Bible say um, and I can't quote it like verbatim, but I know it says, you know, it's easy for it's easy for you to love somebody who love you. Like even the, the sinners do that, you know, but what, what sets us apart from the world is the fact that we have to love people who do us wrong. And that's why the Bible tells us to, um, 
bless those or pray for those who despise despitefully use you um if i'm quoting that right but we basically we are to pray for people and still love people even when they do us wrong um so yes that that is what being a christian is all about we are to love and 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 show our love through our actions by doing for other people not to be be selfish. Um, another thing we have to keep in mind that a lot of times when we ask for things and it's coming from the it's coming from our heart. But we have to remember what Jeremiah 17 and 9 says about the heart. And that says the heart is deceitful above all things, desperately wicked. Who can know it? And that is for all human beings. Our hearts are wicked. Our hearts are evil, like deep, deep down because we're we're humans. You know, we are prone to sinful nature. So there are going to be things in our hearts. I don't care how far you are in God. I don't care um, what's your title. It says the heart, meaning if you have a heart, if you are human, there are things in your heart that is wicked that is not right that's why i know the world tells us to follow our heart but that's a worldly saying that that's not a christian principle because we we shouldn't follow our heart because our hearts will lead us to what we desire and our pleasures and not all the time we desire what god desire that is why it is important to pray the scripture um psalms 51 and 10 creating me a clean heart oh god and renew a right spirit within me that is a scripture that you need to pray daily not just one or two times that is something you need to always ask god for is to cleanse your heart each and every day because there's so much filth in there just being honest in all of us and all of our hearts there's so much filth in there i don't care how good you may think you are but there is some filth in your heart and that is why we have to be proactive and ask god to cleanse and purge and purify our hearts all the time all the time and renew a right spirit within me so those are all the reasons why we don't get some of the things that we want because our hearts are not in the right spot, basically. And another thing, God keeps us from getting the things that we, that we want, that we really want. And he does this for a reason. Because sometimes once we get the blessing, and I, I think I touched on this in manifest part one, once we get the blessing, it can consume us. We can start putting the blessing before God. It's a lot of people who have money, who have all of these nice material things and got the high-end bags and, and Gucci and Louie and all of that. But, and, and they, they look good on the outside and they got all of this expensive stuff. But if you look on the inside, their character, their spirit is just filthy. It's, it's ugly, you know, and 
they don't know how to treat people. Like, yes, you, you have all this money and you got all these things, but your, your, your spirit is nasty, you know? So God keeps us from having some of these things because he knows what it can, it'll do to us. Um, Mark eight and 36 says for what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Just money is not everything. And in fact, if it's not handled properly, if you're not really mature enough to handle it, it will cause you more problems than it will, you know, happiness. And that's actually what um, my bishop, well, the bishop who I sit under, pretty much almost every Sunday at Fresh Anointing. That's what he talked about today in his message. And I, I love when I go to church and he preach on something that I already um like then that, that I already then thought about for my podcast. And I I love when that happens. Like that just gives me confirmation that I'm doing the right thing. That gives me confirmation that I am speaking what God wants me to speak and it's not you know, it ain't coming from my flesh. This is God. Like he, he always do that. Like, that's how I know when it comes to this. And I know I'm getting off subject, but when I know when it comes to my podcast, when I hear a message and I be like, yep, that's exactly what I'm going to talk about on my, my, like I already, already, I already had this whole idea before I heard him say that. So when I heard him say it, he just confirmed what I'm going to release today. So I just love when God does that, when he gives me that confirmation. Um, but anywho, but yes, he, that that's exactly what he talked about, how, how money can, can really cause more problems than, than bring happiness. And like I was saying, God, he, he knows us. I mean, that's just it. He knows what's in our heart. That's why in that scripture, it said um, that I read earlier, say the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? It says who can know it? Nobody knows what's in our heart truly, but one person. And that is God. Nobody truly knows what's in my heart. Nobody truly knows what's in your heart. We can assume we can think um, we can assume based off of how people act and we, we could kind of tell what's in their heart, but to be 100% sure of what's in a person's heart, nobody, that's only something God can do. That's why it's only him who can judge us because you just, you never know how someone's heart may be. You, you may see a person who on an outside, they, they come from a, a rough, rough upbringing. They, they look rough and, you know, it just, they might not come off as pleasing, but on the inside, their heart is so pure and God is pleased with them. Whether you see a person who looks good, look like they got it all together, drive the nice car and, and, and go to church every Sunday and they, they, they look like they some good, but on the inside, they're just evil. So that's why only God, it's, it's only God who knows us. He, he knows everything about us. He know what we truly desire. I mean, he, he knows our heart. So that is why he keeps us 
from certain things until we are mature or until we are ready to take hold of the blessing. Um, it, it just serves no purpose if he just give us all this stuff and then we end up losing our soul. It just, it makes no sense. Um, and I mean, that is a, another difference between, between, um, spiritualists and, and, and godly people. As I was saying earlier, we have to, with us, with, with Christians, it has to be about, it, it, let me take that back. It cannot always be about us. It has to be about the next person. It has to be about saving souls. It has to be about working for the kingdom of God versus with them. It's just a me, myself, and I type thing. You know, when they're manifesting, they're really not thinking about how can I be a good servant for God when I get the blessings? You know, how can I help the next person when I get the blessing? Um, how does this glorify God? And that's just another key difference between when when those spiritualists and they're talking about manifestation versus, you know, Christians. And we're actually, you know, praying for things and then also not only praying, but asking God to cleanse us and to help us and to develop our character, you know, and, and all of that stuff that that comes with it. So basically just. Just trust God's timing when it comes to things and and just trust him to know what is truly best for us when we want things. Um, next thing I want to talk about is and I, I touched on this as well in part one um, to remember that we are to decree and declare his word. The Bible says that the angels hasten at his at his word. So when we are commanding the angels, in fact, it, 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 it reads, it says, bless the Lord, you, his angels who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. So they hasten at the voice of his word. When we pray and we are commanding angels to do things for us, we have to pray his word because that's the only thing they listen to. It says heeding the voice of his word. Also, the Bible says, so shall my word be that goeth forth of my mouth and it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing which I sent it. So that means if God has already said it in his word, all you have to do is release it through your mouth, release the word of God through your mouth. And the Bible says that it will not return void, but it will accomplish and what it was supposed to do, it would do, it shall prosper in the thing in which I sent it. So if you are going through something, if you are in need of something, find the scripture that relates to your situation or whatever you want and decree and declare the word because God is not obligated to keep something that he did not say. 
He don't have to. He don't have to listen to your prayers if you're not speaking the word of God. Now, I didn't say he won't. I just said he's not obligated to. He, he doesn't have to. But with when it comes to his word, God is tied to his word. He have to perform his word. That's why the Bible says God is not man that he shall lie. So it, it has to come to pass. It say it, it won't return unto him void. But we just got to learn how to work the word. I, I love that that saying, you know, the word will work if you work it. You know, you just got to learn how to work the word. The word is is our everything. This Bible is what we live off of. The Bible says man shall not live off of bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. This is what we live off of. This is our bread. This is our food. We live off this. That is another key difference between spiritualists and Christians. They don't have to abide by the word. They don't have to read it. They don't have to 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 live off of it. But we have a responsibility. We have a we have an obligation. This is what we we live off of. So everything that we do is is tied and connected to the to his word or at least it's supposed to be um so yeah that's that's that <laughs> um let me see any other takeaways that I want to do we're at 25 minutes okay let me talk about this one last idea I want to call it an idea. This one last point that, that I want to make and then the rest is going to come and manifest part three. So when it comes to manifesting, it is almost like, well, when it comes to manifesting in the way that the spiritualists use it, it's almost like cutting corners in a way. Um, it's, it's like cheating, you know. Now, don't get me wrong. We are to speak positivity. We are to lift up. We are to build up one another. We are to speak positivity in ourselves, into the atmosphere, and into each other. Um, the Bible says that we we do, the power of life and death is in our tongue. So don't get me wrong. We are to do all of those things. However, when it comes to them manifesting things or material things. The reason why I say it's like cutting corners because with them, all they have to do is just speak it. The, all, all they have to do is just, yeah, just speak it. Just, just keep saying it and keep putting it into the atmosphere and, and eventually it'll be yours. And with us, Yes, we can. Yes, we are to speak things into the atmosphere. Yes, we are to um, speak positive things into the atmosphere and build us up and and lift each other up. But with us, it doesn't it doesn't stop there. See, with the spiritualist, it stops right there. It stops at, OK, I'm just going to speak it and it's going to manifest to the atmosphere and, and put it into the atmosphere. I'm just going to speak it and it stops with us. 
Not only do we have to speak things into the atmosphere, but we also have to read the word. We also have to treat people right. We also have to fast. We, we also have to pray. So we, we, it's not, it's not easy. You know, it, it's not, it's, it's, it's work that you have to put into it when you're a Christian. It's not as easy as, oh, I'm just going to speak it and then it's going to come to pass. No, we gotta, yeah, we can speak it, but we, we also have other responsibilities that we have to do. And the reason why I said it's kind of like cheating, because I look at it like this, you, you know how you have scammers, right? And it's easy for a scammer to get money. All they do is, you know, get somebody credit card information, uh, bank card information. And now they got all their money. They just got all of the money and it was easy. They, all they had to do was just scam. You know, it's easy. It, there's no responsibility versus a person who honestly makes their money going to work every day, working that nine to five or doing whatever it is to 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 live. They put in all that work, all that time. So it's kind of like cutting corners. Whereas all they got to do is just just speak it and say it. There's no responsibility that comes with it. And that's why I said it is you can look at it in a way that they're they're cutting corners. They're they're taking the easy way out. Yeah, that's that's what I was looking for. They're taking the easy way out. Whereas we can't take the easy way out. There's other things that we, we have to do. We, we actually have to put in the work. Um, and when I say put in the work, I mean put in the spiritual work. Like treating people right. Um, reading our Bible. Praying. Asking God to cleanse us. You know, and do all that. That's what I mean by putting in the work. They're, they're not doing any of that stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's easier for them. And... Honestly, that's that's where witchcraft, that's how it comes in, because people try to take the the shortcut when it comes to the things of the Bible, when it comes to things of the spirit. People don't want to wait and do it the right way. They want to do it their own way because they they don't want to wait on God. And and I think the root of witchcraft and and how it starts. Now, this is just my opinion. This is my opinion, but I think the one of the root causes of of witchcraft and how people turn into witch, um, go go that route, go into the horoscopes, the diviners, the the mediums, the spiritists, the, the spiritualists, the psychics. How people go into that stuff, I believe, is because they got tired of waiting on God. They got tired of of waiting to do it the right way that they're, they're going to take it into their own hands. Now they tired of waiting. They just going to just go in and take it there. And, and they want it right then and there. That's why the Bible tells us that it is important to have patience, 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 patience. We are to wait on God. Those that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew our strength. We shall mount up on on our wings as eagles, we shall run and not get weary. We shall walk and not faint. God will strengthen us when we wait. That's why we have uh, so many scriptures talking about how important it is to be patient on your blessing to wait. Because when you start to get impatient, you start to doing things your own way and you don't want to wait on God. And now you didn't dip off into some witchcraft. So 
that right there and I'm, I'm going to end it right there. That is another key difference between spiritualists, diviners and all of them and Christians. They they pretty much get things right there how they want it, when they want it. We have a responsibility. We have to wait on the blessings of God. We have to wait. It's in our waiting that God draws us close to him. It's in our waiting that we get delivered. Our waiting period is important. You know, it's a reason why when a baby is conceived, the baby just don't come out. The baby has to wait nine months until they grow, develop, mature, so they can be able to withstand the earth and and all of this stuff. So it's a reason why God wants us to wait. It's important when people skip that waiting process, deadly things begin to happen. Yes, it may seem like you up right now and you got it right now, but when you get things, when you take when you take it the easy way route, when you take it the easy way out and you don't wait like you're supposed to, your happiness is going to be temporary. The money you got is temporary. Everything that you have is temporary and you're going to eventually be brought down because you, you didn't get it the right way. It's not going to last. So I'm going to end it right there. Stay tuned for more about Manifest. I still have a mouthful. God still has a mouthful that he wants to talk about on this subject. There still are many scriptures that I have left to, to talk about and to um to help us determine the differences between manifesting and, and praying and um, getting our blessings. So thank you all for tuning back in. I pray that you all have a blessed Sunday. I pray that the favor of God be on you. I pray that your family is blessed. I pray that the peace of God is on you, that your, your home has peace. In the name of Jesus, I pray for peace in your home. The peace of God, the peace of God, the peace of God, the peace of God in your home right now. In Jesus name, in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I love you all with the love of Christ. Um, Manifest part three probably won't come until March because I'm going to after this, I'm just going to start working on the anniversary episode which is gonna be on the 24th that's gonna be the next episode after this one so you all won't get manifest part three until sometime in march but thank you all for just just bearing with me continuing to just tune back in i love you all so much i pray that y'all be blessed in jesus name amen